everyone, it's Helen here and welcome to the Millionaire Mindset Women podcast. I'm here to coach you business savvy, ambitious women who want to achieve huge success in your online business but without any of the weirdness and any of the guilt. I am in the industry myself and I can see massive gaps in what your upline is not teaching you and I'm here to fill that with all the skills on how to create additional income from your existing social media presence, how to build and nurture an audience of super fans, create an impactful brand and amazing powerful content that builds trust and loyalty. I'm also here to put you on a journey of self-confidence because I want you to show up as yourself 100% and run towards that incredible life that you deserve. It's just all about helping you to step into your next level of power and confidence as a millionaire mindset woman. So before we get started on the episode, I just want to invite you all over to the Millionaire Mindset Women Facebook group, which is just the most amazing community. I'm so proud of it. It's so engaged. It's where all the good stuff happens. I do masterclasses. I do free monthly Q&As, giving you a chance to have some coaching on your business. And I'm just so excited to invite you over to there because it's so full of other ambitious women like you who really want to charge forward in 2023. So go and have a look at the link in the show notes. And also in there, I will be exclusively revealing something huge for 2023. So keep an eye out on there or on my Instagram at Helen Thacker because it is all going down with the most affordable and accessible way for you to get access to help and coaching from me to just elevate your business in 2023. I've never done this before. I'm so proud. Oh, go and check it out and I cannot wait to help you. Okay, let's dive into the episode. Okay, welcome everyone to the podcast today. As you know, I love to bring experts in their field onto the Millionaire Mindset Women podcast. And today, oh, I'm really excited to have Angelica Garner, who, yeah, if there's going to be one expert in network marketing, it will be her. She has 11 years experience in this amazing industry. Um, She's just an all-round, like, winning, successful entrepreneur. She's an author. She hosts an amazing podcast, uh, Make Bank with Ange. And like I said, she's had incredible success for over a decade in this industry. So yeah, I really, really am excited to introduce you guys to her. So welcome, Angelica. Thank you so much for um, taking the time to come on and share your words of wisdom today. Absolutely. Helen, I love hanging out with you. Yeah, me too. We recorded a podcast, didn't we, together a, a couple of weeks ago. And it's um, it's so great to share um, the network marketing industry with each other on our own kind of different ways of doing it and just it's it's amazing to learn so many different things from different people and today I really wanted to talk to you about time management that is something I know that you are pretty hot at it's something that I get asked an awful lot by my audience by my clients um you know they 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 struggle they struggle with working out how to organize their day how to get themselves um yeah how to just manage their time how to get into those good habits and those those routines and it becomes a real kind of stumbling block for a lot of people in this industry and I think we are often left on our own to build our businesses obviously you know this is our business we have to take responsibility for and it's a skill that sometimes we we kind of think "Mm, I need a bit of help with that so I'm so pleased that you are here to help us with it today. So I want to start by asking, 
do we need to be organized? I know this is a bit of a strange question, but some people are just not that way inclined. And I get that they come into the team or they ask me as a client and they're like, I'm just not that person. Um, how do I get myself organized? Do I really need to, or can I just go with the flow? Mm. Well, let's talk about time management as a whole. I really think when people struggle with time management, what they're really struggling with is priorities and and really knowing their core values. So, you know, for me, I going back to even when I was younger, I've always been very I've always been very dedicated to my priorities and non-negotiable about it. I think in life, you have to have your non-negotiables. What is it that you truly deeply value? And this is why my husband and I for 20 years have never had a trouble working, had trouble working out. It's just always been a priority for us. Doesn't mean we love it. Doesn't mean I jumped out of bed and couldn't wait to get on the spin bike today, but I'm dedicated to my health. What are you dedicated to? What do you prioritize? When it comes to network marketing, it's the easiest thing in the world to put it off till tomorrow and then to put it off till the next day and then put it off because you don't have a boss. You can never get fired. The accountability is truly you keeping yourself accountable and people will pay big bucks for accountability. I, I worked as a personal trainer for many years and people essentially, sure, I gave them a unique workout, made sure they're performing it safe and push themselves. But what they were really paying for was accountability. And so if you you find yourself struggling with time management, the real question is, what is important to you in this season? Especially when life gets more demanding. Helen, you're a mother of two. I'm a mother of a four and a one-year-old. And uh, there's never been more <laughs> cause for time management and need for it in my life than with very young kids. We have to be, me and my husband have to work in synergy, be so dialed with our, uh, with our schedules. And it, it does, it, it does feel a bit rigid, especially for someone who wants to be like my husband, he values adventure and like spontaneity, right? So a, a lot of times people, which isn't me, this does come down to part of personality too. And so I will want to serve that as uh, in the partnership and and make sure that we leave some flexibility as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, Totally. Not everyone is built with this like desire to have structure. Like you said, you know, lots of people do want that go with the flow, the spontaneity. And as a business person, though, I totally agree with what you said. You need to take ownership for that, take ownership for your business. And you do need to really create those great habits to to build your business. And it is all about habits and consistency. So can you explain some of the things then that you think are the the most important things that as a network marketer that someone could do to build in consistent habits and routine like the tricks the tips the practical stuff to get organized yes well i have always been about hustling smarter that was actually the name of my first podcast ever was hustle smarter and it's because i time is so valuable it's the most valuable thing we have and so when i first started on this journey 11 years ago i was a very busy personal trainer gym owner and i was like what is going to be the best use of my time what's going to be the best use of my time because that's all i got i got some nooks and crannies during the day i can make phone calls on my way to work that sort of thing when it comes to network marketing this business is talking to people period, end of story. And so all the other things, the trainings and, um, you know, reading books and, you know, creating story graphics, that's all secondary. Your job is to sell products and recruit for a team. 
And so that is what I consider income producing activity. So the way that I employ myself is I do work in what, what I call power hours. Have you ever heard of a power hour, Helen? Oh yeah, we do them all the time. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you're familiar with this concept where it's just very focused effort on your business. And I tell people, you give this business an hour a day for two years straight and it will pay you more than any job over 20 years. I believe that. I believe that. And so it's about a focused effort in a concentrated amount of time. And that's where network marketing becomes so powerful. You earn compound interest on what you've invested into. So my power hours look like this, prospecting for the business, prospecting for, for selling products. These lists are usually created from people coming to me or people that just popped on my mind. Maybe I've worked with them in the past, um, but I'm always working from a list. Every single day, what employs me is my list. And that might sound kind of old school, but here's the reality. Anyone building a sales organization of any kind is working from a list. If you're selling houses as a real estate agent, who are you selling to today? So your, your list truly is what employs you. And, but you got to sit down and do the work. So I'm prospecting for products, prospecting for the business. I'm following up with current customers, making sure they know about best discount options, making sure they're taking their products correctly. I'm also in health and wellness. And then I'm following up with business pro uh, or with current team. So once you have a team established, you know, one, two people, that's a team right there. Uh, it's up to you to now show them how you got started. So taking people with me. So those are kind of my four categories that I divide my power hour into. I actually have on my website, angelicagarner.com. If you go there, you'll see freebies. And I have a free power hour guide if you're looking for just kind of a plug and play to employ yourself. Oh, amazing. I will put that in the show notes. That's absolutely fantastic. Really helpful. Yeah. So much there that I agree with completely, of course. It is about making the most of the time you've got being efficient and not wasting the time on the things we think are building our business, but they're not. So like you said, making canvas and posts and things are all great and we do need to do them. But yeah, it's the connections that are going to build build your business. And yeah, I follow an 80-20 rule, like 80% of your time should be on those income producing activities, like you quite rightly said, and 20% can be the fluff, the nice stuff, the learning, the team chat you know, well, you that's the stuff rigid with yourself, don't you? That's the stuff that is like the safe stuff, right? Yeah. You're not going to deal, so deal with rejection watching a team zoom. Yeah. It's still important, but watching the team zoom isn't what's going to pay you. It might give you that, that confidence that you need to go out and have the conversations mm -hmm. I've found, you know, as a woman with fluctuating hormones and young kids mm -hmm. don't always get lots of sleep. Here's what I found. I've also learned how to intuitively run my business. There are certain times and certain days where I am just not energetically mm -hmm. ready to go take the world by storm. Does that make sense? And so those, or there's times when I just really want to be more introspective and creative. That's when I'll spend more time on my content. Yeah. And then times where I'm like, okay. And, and now again, I'm not saying you have to do everything by the way you feel. I do force action. That's an important piece, but I, I have learned as a self-employed network marketer, how to best use my energy as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the best time to make a sale is when you've just made a sale. It's momentum. Mm -hmm. So set aside time when you're like really getting in that groove to be talking to people, following up. And I, I kind of do those in bursts. Yeah. So right. I'm so glad you said that because 
I for so long pushed through those da- those times when I didn't feel like doing the things for whatever reason. I was tired, I was exhausted, I was in a bad mood, I'd fallen out with my husband, you know, all those things, yeah, yeah. like kids driving me crazy. And um, you can push through, but some, and you do, like you said, you do need to push through sometimes. But when I forced it and it wasn't really necessary on that day to push through, what I created and produced was just rubbish. It was like, I, I shouldn't have bothered. And I, you really need to have that awareness. I'm so glad you said that. Um, that, that comes with with personal development. Yeah. That awareness is so key. And it, it is important because recruiting is a transfer of energy. Yeah. So if you're feeling very, very forced that day, like people can feel it on the other side of a voice text or a phone call or even a message. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're not going to move forward when you don't really feel it today. So yeah, put us, it's a great tip, put, you know, put those days to great use doing the things that are easier, but you still need to do. And you can batch, can't you? You can batch tasks together. So, you know, Friday afternoon is my podcast afternoon. I love it. And I, it's, it's a good use of time. It's a very efficient use of time to do the same thing in one go and just get the task. And like you said, that momentum of being on a sales role, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. You feel that success, excuse me, you know, you feel that success and yeah, you want to keep going and that leads to more success. I love that. So when it comes to like some more tips, like the there are small things we can do to make a huge change to getting ourselves organized. How how are people going to get themselves organized? Like, how do they learn those habits to be aware of when it's not such a great time to be doing certain activities or to, to just, just try as hard as they can to get themselves organized around their busy life and fit in the daily income producing activities that they know they need to do? Well, I've been feeling all this year, like my message is simplify to multiply, simplify to multiply. And in every aspect I have, we always keep a pretty austere, like field, like to our home, but even more, any closet that's filled with junk, it gets attacked on the weekends. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, again, as a, as a mother, this is, this is not something that you do it once and it's done. It's going to be just a constant in life. As your kids grow older, there are shifts. You are constantly shifting your schedule. I had no idea until I had kids, the type of like demand on your schedule it would be because you're adjusting. Last night, my baby woke up at 4 a.m. Yay. My alarm was set to go off at five. I was like, great. Just lost a whole hour. Like you're just constantly making compromise because you're, you're raising humans. Okay. So when it comes into play, I have to give myself grace to kind of shift and adjust, but also just keeping things simple. I've simplified in every way. I've simplified my wardrobe. I've simplified, um, what I say yes and no to. I think a lot of times we agree to do things that don't feel good in our spirit. And then we're like, why did I say yes to that? And so again, this is a personal development thing. As you grow more confident in who you are and what you prioritize, you can get better with your yeses and nos. That will save you a lot. I think another thing is like family. Family can place a lot of demands and place a lot of guilt. I'm talking about, you know, moms and dads and grandparents. Like things can, you can get so caught up in different things and different dramas that it steals from you everything that could be good and good working energy towards what you want. So for me, I've never made any apologies, Helen, for what I want, because I know that in pursuing my dream, 
it has a positive ripple effect on everybody. I've been able to make more money to support family members that can't support themselves. I've been able to have time freedom to be there for my kids and important moments. And I make no apologies for that. So I think you really have to get to this place where you're unapologetic about the vision and what you're doing. I remember early on in my first company, um, once I caught the vision for network marketing, it's never left. Like I, I saw the type of freedom that can come and I had really, we had good friends. I was in my early twenties. I mean, we were going out to the breweries every other day. Like we, we were just having fun. We we're 20 early twenties. Right. Well, they started to notice a shift in me. I'm like, sorry guys, can't make it tonight. But I kind of just had to sit down like, guys, here's my vision. And they were very supportive of it. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't any like guilt or like, oh, you can't join us tonight. They're like, okay, cool. Go do your thing. So sometimes it's having those, uh, those conversations and relationships. Same thing with, with my husband and I, I recently um, left a, a six figure income that was very predictable, but also I felt had run its course and I decided to launch our, you know, lock arms with a new up and coming company to help pioneer it. And I had a conversation with my husband. I said, babe, I just want you to know, I'm going to be working again. <laughs> like really working. Yeah, like really working. Sure. Like really actually doing the type of work I did years ago. But that's the thing with network marketing. You get paid years down the road for the work you put in. Mm-hmm. But he also has that vision and belief. And he's like, go girl, go. I know it means I'm going to be doing more bath time. I know it's going to be a little more shuffling, but it's just for a season. It really, really is. And when you catch that and you communicate that with the people who are in your life that matter, it's, it's a much more seamless growth process. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's confidence, isn't it? It's having that confidence and belief in yourself to just be able to say, yes, I'm doing this and these are my boundaries and the belief in what you're pursuing as well, like you said. Um, but again, you mentioned it earlier, talking about routine and going back to that and the habits and things it, it this is something I think people need to be patient with in learning. Can you talk about that a bit? Because we do beat ourselves up, don't we? We're like, I really want to be this person who is so organized and has it all together. And I love the fact that you said about simplifying, you know, and you pretty much said when you explained what you do in your power hour, that was so simplified. I love that. It's a question I get asked a lot. What do you do? What's your daily method of operation? Can I have a list? I mm-hmm. simplify mine as well. Just like it is about being simple. So I love that. But this can we talk about like being kind to ourselves about getting to the point where all that seems so natural and easy well I I think it's also looking at your schedule and seeing what's eating up the time Mm -hmm. because we can make decisions differently and a lot of times it's making an investment so for example before COVID hit my husband and I would take terms going to the gym in the morning We'd high five. It's at least 20 minutes round trip to get to the gym, park, get in. Now, as soon as COVID hit, we invested probably around $10,000 into a home gym. We got it all set. We'd kind of been dragging our feet on it. Like, oh yeah, we should put a gym in. And then as soon as we're like, oh, let's get the stuff. Mm -hmm. And that investment has given us back days, weeks of our time. Because now we're not, we don't have to calculate all the time to and from the gym. It's things like that, that maybe you're putting off that will simplify your life and give you, give you the time back. But in terms of giving yourself grace, I mean, you really have to identify what season you're in in life and, and go, what, why am I doing this? 
what, what is it about this network marketing vehicle? For me, it was this, Helen. I knew that the path that I was on was never, ever going to give me the freedom I desired. I just knew it, it wasn't possible as a personal trainer, as a gym owner to, to expand in that way. And I was like, I want to live the good life. I want to live the sweet life. I want to spend months a year in Europe. I want to not stress about finances. I want to, I don't want my husband to do a job that he hates. Um, I want my kids to not grow up worrying and stressed out about money because they hear their parents stressed out about it. Cause that was me growing up. And so I've just locked on to that vision and that's what fuels my schedule. Mm-hmm. That's what fuels my conversations And, um, you know, sometimes it's just getting so dialed that every single Sunday you sit down and you map out your week and you go, okay, where are my workouts fitting in? I mean, even working out, I'm not working out an hour. Like I used to, like we get in at 20, 30 minutes in and out. It has to be simplified. And guess what? I don't look like a bodybuilder anymore. So I'm willing to give a little bit in certain areas so that I can have, you know, I can, I truly believe you can have it all. I really do but in certain seasons. Yeah. So I'm not going to be the absolute fittest, the most present mom, mega business builder and doting wife all at the same time, most likely. (laughs) That's so honest. I love it. It's so true. It's just a fact in it. So I believe you can have it all, but not necessarily in the same season, Mm -hmm. but I don't let any core value for me go completely off the radar. Yeah. Like nothing is an epic fail. Does that like my, my marriage isn't an epic fail. My, my, my body isn't, my health isn't an epic fail. I, my kids, you know, mm-hmm. I make sure there's no epic fail in my top priorities, mm-hmm. which are those things. Yeah. That's when things get really off balance. So it's not being perfect or having like, like 10 out of 10 in every area, but I would rather have, you know, like a seven out of 10 in every area, then, you know, a 10 out of 10 and a zero out of 10. Yeah. Makes sense. So we look at these areas of our life that are non-negotiables. So it's setting your non-negotiables and then making decisions accordingly. And is one of your non-negotiables to work on your business every single day, you know, and do those minimum tasks that you know, you need to do. Yes. My, one of my non-negotiables and also one of my non-negotiables is to take 12 to 24 hours off from the phone every week. Yeah, absolutely. So again, I'm in a launch mode. And so things are going to be a little off kilter right now. Um, They're going to be a little more heavy on the business side for sure. But when, when I step away from the phone, that's when I can be completely present with my family. And that's a non-negotiable. I refuse to let get to a zero out of 10. I was going to ask you about downtime and how important it is to switch off because we we're ambitious women. We want to hustle. We want to get to the end goal or, you know, to the next goal as quickly as possible. And yeah, you can't, you have to slow down to speed up, right? You really do. And it's just important for your soul. <laughs> it's important for your soul. Detach. So for me, what I generally do is like Saturdays around noon. That's when I shut down. Um, and then I'll get back on maybe Sunday afternoons. Yeah. So can you give that? I love all of that. Everything you're saying, just I'm so in agreement with. Can you give um, our listeners just any other tips, like little practical tips about time management? It is getting so granular with your time. Yeah. So granular. So right now, Helen, I'm launching a brand new business, brand new team. I also feel really, really 
um, convicted that it's time to start writing my next book. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm like ready for it. I've been waiting for that, that knowing, and I want that book to be done and launched before the end of 2023. Well, writing a book, that's no easy task. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so I'm looking at my schedule. I also have, I also launch two podcasts a week. I also, um, keep a regular blog and I create content for multiple platforms. You know, this hustle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm we in it, right. We love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, we do. And by the way, I have very part-time childcare and my kids are really young. Yeah. So I am in this position where I'm going, how am I going to make this work? Because I, there has to be some, some sacrifice here. So one of the things I did, I had to podcast those three times a week. I bumped, I dropped it to twice a week. I'm looking for these little things that won't affect things in a major way. I'm also kind of considering uh, not putting so much emphasis on Instagram and TikTok content, kind of just letting that happen and really focusing on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Did I say TikTok? So I meant Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I feel like as far as the return goes, it has not been very strong there. Whereas TikTok has a lot more potential. These are things I'm thinking in my mind. Yeah. Well, if I just make one short form video for TikTok and I throw it on all the other platforms that can save me there. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um. So it's getting so granular. I have to be very strict with waking up at a certain time. Um, I have to I have to be in and out of my workout by 7 a.m. so that I can high five my husband because I'm working, we're working as a team, mm-hmm. you know, making the baby pass off. But in order to do that, we have to be bought into what we're working towards. This isn't how we want to live forever. No. We do want to like our, our thing is La Dolce Vita. We want to spend a year in Italy. We want to spend summers there. We want a more slower paced lifestyle, but we need money and time to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's for this certain season in a life. And I, I do think with a four and a one-year-old, we're in one of our toughest seasons of life. It, yeah. it is, <laughs> it's not, know, I, I can't do anything without a baby grabbing my leg. And I, it's, it's challenged me in ways I never was challenged before I had kids. Yeah, it is definitely a, a busy, busy time. You are incredible. And I just want to ask you, I didn't really kind of ask you at the beginning about your story because I wanted to dive straight into the, the things I know that you could, you've been amazing, helped us with all of those tips, but just on your business, what, you've obviously been very, very successful with your network marketing business. Can you just share any secrets in general or your thoughts on your journey really about, you know, why you have been able to be so successful? Everyone wants to know the secret source. You are the perfect example and the absolute definition of hard work, entrepreneurship and, you know, and persistence, consistency and success. Yeah. Can you, can you just share anything about that with our listeners? Yes. Thank you so much. So sweet of you to say, I I will say, first off, I always had a long-term mindset. I I always had, we're going big or going home. I don't know how long it's going to take. And I've been very dedicated to that vision. And for, for us, it is a number for us. It's, it's making a million dollars a year or more. That is our freedom number. I know that at that income, we can invest and not worry about money in a pretty short amount of time of wealth creation. I know that I can do that with network marketing. So that's been my vision that I've worked towards. I'm, I think in terms of, of success in general, a few things in my first company, I had an incredible mentor, one of the top income earners there and working very hand in hand with her uh, was life-changing. 
And so seek out the mentors who are in the trenches and doing the work that will pour into you. That was a big key. I think timing is is important when it comes to this industry um, that people don't talk about enough. But in terms of personally, I have just constantly been going, okay, coach, what do I do next? Oh, great. I need to work on my leadership. Good. I'm going to go read 12 books on it. Okay. I need to talk to more people. You're right. Well, who do I talk to? Okay. I need to grow my network. I need to get better at connecting with people. Having a mindset of constantly building your network will, will take care of that. So it is, it is a dedication to the process. Mm -hmm. It's a dedication to the process. And so many people are short-sighted thinking and want instant gratification. That's why we, the turn, like people come in and out all the time, all the time. It's one of the most frustrating parts about this business. They don't, people just don't treat their business like a business, but I decided to become a student of network marketing, a professional of network marketing. And I just owned it. And so a lot of it's also like, how do you see yourself? It's your identity because a lot of people come into network marketing. They're like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to be one of those people. And I don't know anything about this really, but I guess I'll try it. I'll, go, I'll just try it out. How many, how many people have joined your team? Like, I just want to try it. And you're like, oh, I know how this is going to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> because it, it truly is a decision and, and a decision to also walk into that, that new identity that you're taking on. For some people, it's even just I, the identity as an entrepreneur. Wow. Start calling yourself a business owner. Start calling yourself an entrepreneur. I call myself a professional network marketer. I don't shy away. I don't try to cover it up under something else, some other name, you know? So, so it's walking into that and just owning it. And I have, I have like any major leader dealt with loads of rejection, tons of people coming and going. I had no idea how many people I I would be sharing my, my story with to really find the right ones. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. hundreds thousands thousands yeah absolutely yeah so people really underestimate the work that this takes and uh, because no nobody really you don't really know or can control people's response mm-hmm. you can only control your own daily actions so that's what you focus on when things feel tough when you keep running up against a wall all you can ever do is look in the mirror and go like how what can i work on today yeah i'm so glad you're so honest we we talked about this previously you know that I'm all about bringing so much honesty into this this industry. And for you to say that, you know, we need to be really upfront about what it takes. And I do, oh, I'm completely on board with that. When people come into this industry, we need to tell them what they're, you know, what they can expect, how much effort and time and commitment it is going to require. And that it's so important to have those honest conversations because that's why people quit. I think their expectations are at a completely different level to um what the actual reality is and we need to really improve this industry so people stick at it and that whole statistic of 99% of people don't get to the top ranks they quit before they get to six figures we need to bring that right down by just treating this as a business and when people come in telling them that this is going to be like a business and it's going to be a long-term thing we hear it but do we really believe it we have to really get that message across from the very start yeah. And I know mm-hmm. you believe that too. So thank you for saying that. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a call scheduled with a new teammate in a little bit here. And she's like, I need to know how to get to 10 grand a month. I'm like, great. I got my list because uh-huh. when I made a decision to change companies, I wrote a list of everything I was committed to Yeah. to, to see it grow. Cause that's, again, that's all I can control. 
-hmm. yeah your activity yeah you can't you can't control the outcome what people will say all you can control is the actions that you take and like that goes back to the whole purpose of this this podcast episode which is about the time management the consistency and staying committed and continuing to learn and improve all of those habits and that's how you push your your business forward um but yeah it's been absolutely amazing i know people will have taken so much from this so thank you so much angelica for your time um, and all that you have to say so many so many valuable tips thank you you're so welcome helen thanks for having me on i love chatting with you can i hang out if we come to the uk meet up please yes please i would love Get a tea to tea together <laughs> yeah tea or coffee i'm a coffee girl but yeah we can do tea we can talk about the weather and do all the british stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it oh amazing thanks angelica you are amazing thank you so much bye-bye Oh my goodness, how good was that? I hope you had a pen and paper with you and if you didn't, you need to go back and listen again. Just so much um, inspiration for you moving forward and how you can get a handle on your day. So I hope you found that helpful. If you did, I would so appreciate, as always, the follows, the shares, tag me on your social media, take a photo, put it in your stories and tag me at Helen Thacker. Leave me a five-star review. I'd be so appreciative. It's the only way to spread this podcast. It's the only way to help this industry to improve. And it's the only way to help your friends, sidelines, teamies in the industry to work out exactly what they need to do to have the success that I want for everybody. So please go and do that. And as always, go and check me out again if you haven't already on Instagram at Helen Thacker and my Millionaire Mindset Women Facebook group link is in the show notes I would absolutely love to invite you into that and I will see you next year wow have an amazing amazing week everybody bye bye